The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even strong. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code MONACO. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code MONACO only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources. All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco here, fired up. Week 7, we are halfway through October. Get your candy corn ready. Hope you got your dumb and dumber to the ball outfit picked out. Halloween right around the corner. We are humming. We are on fire until we are not. Froze up naturally. Caffeine not needed, but we went with coffee and gel either way. Five and one two weeks ago. Weekend picks. Five and one last weekend, faded my own team. We're going San Diego State Aztecs on the chest. Don't feel any joy fading the Chargers because we're going to come back around this episode and speak on the Chargers. Got your three best bets depth chart. We do it three, two, one. Dirty dog of the week. Couple of props. Get you out of here with a Hail Mary lay. Week seven. Let's dive in. Roll up the sleeves. It's about to get disgusting this game we're talking out first ravens lions to me it's the game of the weekend not miami philly of course this is a fascinating storyline these are two ground and pound in the trenches great lines on both sides type clubs that have real similar company culture you know i talk about the culture quite a bit in these clubs. I'm going to sit here and, and I always talk about a little philosophy. I'm on the Ravens for this game. It's my third favorite, favorite bet for the weekend. I don't love it. Love it. It's third ranked, but I really like the spot here. Now, a couple of ways to set the table. The first is if you want to talk about a team that had no identity a couple years back that had no real leader, it was the Detroit Lions. Insert Danny Campbell. The two cup of coffee, Dan, insert the grit, the dog, the kneecap comment, the coming for your jugular, whatever you want to call it. He instilled toughness, dog, grit. Well, guess who's had that since I was five years old? The Baltimore Ravens. Guess who invented what the Lions are doing, at least in the millennial era, era onward? The Baltimore Ravens. 
So you know I always talk about the high school cafeteria, just like life, just like in sports. The Baltimore Ravens are the upperclassmen in this dance. The Ravens at home are going to show the Lions how to really, really play smash mouth football. Let's get into it. Now, we know it's fourth-ranked offense versus a second, fourth-ranked passing offense, top five overall in the league, points per game, versus a second-ranked Baltimore Ravens defense. And you also have a fourth-ranked points-per-game defense on the Baltimore side, 15.2. But we're going to find out really quickly because these matchups on both sides of the football in this game, it's pretty fascinating because here you have Everyone talking about this new and improved, and I've spoke on it. We we backed the Lions. We took the Lions over the Packers. We took the Lions over the Bucks last week. We're fading them. In fact, we took two of these wins last week in our five and one on both of these clubs. Ravens across the pond, Lions. All that to to point out. This is a Ravens top two pasty against an excellent aerial attack, and this is an excellent Lions run D. Right now, their first triple check the astigmatism. But this is a Ravens top five rushing offense going on three years. I mean, this is an almost unstoppable force at running the football. To think that J.K. Dobbins went down, you look at a couple of these clubs without their running backs, or look at the Niners drop off, even without C-Mac last week, halfway through the game. It is... An anomaly almost of what this Raven style is doing. And remember, they had a much different style last year with Greg Roman. Now they got Monk and seems like they have a little bit of an identity. Now, we're talking this out. This is a spot play. I don't love because of the London travel. We know about the obvious Galifianakis hangover. But here's the thing. This game is going to come down to can the Ravens make the Lions uncomfortable on offense. And I'm not going to bash the Lions at all because at 5-1, and one, both straight up and against the spread, it's impressive. But this is a team that beat Tampa, who's not a good football team. They're okay. Remember, they were a 6.5 win team total at the DraftKings Futures book before the season started. They beat Carolina, who hasn't won a game. They beat Green Bay, who is brand new to an entire new era, and you beat Atlanta, which is fine, impressive. Atlanta's good. Again, not great. So I'm not coming down on the lines. I know I'm going to get comment claps. But you beat the Chiefs week one in a game that I would say stylistically would be the most similar to what this Ravens-Lions game would embody. But you're up against a couple of big elements here. Number one being the Ravens have the number one amount of sacks in the NFL. They're up there with 24, okay? 24 sacks league leading. Secondarily, they're very good at home with Lamar Jackson. He's 27 and 10 straight up. This Ravens D is what I'm backing. I mentioned you the fourth in the fourth in points per game. Now, I said this on the Thursday episode. There's only three teams in this league right now that are top 10 on all defensive categories. Rush yards, pass yards, overall yards, and then, of course, points per game. It's the Browns, the Saints, and the Baltimore Ravens. So you look at what they're doing in the red zone. Second best in red zone scoring percentage, defensively speaking. They're bending, they're not breaking. You saw it with the Titans last week as well on full display. 
fourth, fourth in getting pressures, getting to Goff, and all this to to break down and mention, Goff indoors, Goff outdoors is two quarterbacks. Goff and this offense turning the ball over versus clean sheet, completely different outcomes. So for me, again, a little bit of injuries on the Lions, key injuries. Montgomery's been banged up. Decker's been banged up, battling through injuries. Couple of offensive linemen, defensive secondary, we've seen banged up. They've battled through it. The Ravens have been battling through injuries all season. They can rise to the occasion. In a game that's a slugfest with wind, by the way, I'll take the better defense, the home team, the better culture and coach. And that's no disrespect, baby. I love the Lions. I like Danny Campbell. But this is a spot, hierarchy game. Who's been this for decades? Who's been this before? Smash mouth, physical football wins this game. Ravens minus three. Let's go to a completely different style of game. Let's go to my favorite team that I'm in a toxic relationship with. The Chargers and lines moving down. It was at plus six this morning. It's down to plus five and a half. All my analysis is on plus six. I still co-sign on plus five and a half. LA Chargers, who we also faded Monday night, who lets you down like a girl you thought you were going the sea biscuit distance with. Lets you down like your favorite uncle not showing up, not only to your birthday, but doesn't even mail in a present. They let you down every sense of the word when they're supposed to be counted on. And I can go into the weeds or I can just tell you and you can trust me with a San Diego shirt on. When the Chargers are doubted, you back them. When the Chargers are underdogs, you put money on them. When they are expected to show up and show out, when they are favorites, forget about it. Look at last year. They were the number one team against the spread as an underdog, five and one. They were also the number one in the AFC West, not only against the spread as a dog, three and one ATS, but going against Patty. Now, Herbert's got two outright victories against this team. Plays the Chiefs incredibly well, incredibly well. This man's got a 107 passer rating. 15 tutties, four picks, Herbie, in his in his humble six-game outing against him. Now, this is a spot play. Why? Several reasons. Mahomes, three and a half points or more. We've seen the numbers. We've already spoken it to, to, to almost, we don't need to even say it anymore. Three and a half or more, get off him. Three and a half or less, Chris gift. Looking at these last four matchups between these two teams going back two years, all of them have been decided by six points or less. All of them. Then you look at the Chargers. Look at their season. All of their games have been by seven points or less. They're like the Vikings. They're in every single game, rarely blown out, rarely down and staying down and not out. They have that resiliency quality. You look at 19 of the last 24 games, going back to 2021, 19 of 24 have been by seven points or less. It is such a divisional dog take the points play. 
I have to just tell you that. And home divisional favorites going on the last couple decades, 45% against the spread clip. So history on our side, short little Costco sample size of how this Chargers team has done both this year and against the Chargers in the last couple of years. And you're backing the Chargers off a loss season again on the line because Staley, who doesn't even know who he is, no beard coming in, thick beard mid-October. I'm terrified. This guy doesn't know who he is. We're backing him? No. We're backing a number. We're backing six. Spot play, divisional rivalry dance. I could go on and on and on. Five and one against the spread as a dog. Three and one on the road against the spread as a dog. The Chiefs have blown out one team this year. One team. The Bears, the bad news Bears. They keep themselves in games. They don't pull a Miami and try to blow you out NFL Blitz 2000 status. They they chill. They slow the game down. You could call the Jaguars game out for that. You could point to the Jets game for that. You can even look at the Broncos game. I mean, yeah, they covered. We were on the 10 and a half. We lost by the Dustin Hoffman hook. But they still didn't blow and beat the brakes off the Broncos. Damn near didn't cover. It's just who they are. They just want to win. They don't want to blow you out. This is a two-time championship team. They don't have, obviously have stuff to prove, but they don't have like other teams like Miami, chips on their shoulder and, and want to bury you. Back in the number, back in the dog. Give me Herbert and the six or the five and a half. Favorite play of the weekend. We're going right at Ace Ventura. We are going straight at Danny Marino. We are going right at the jugular, at the gullet of the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins have been playing with their food like they're at SeaWorld putting on a show. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, stop it, okay? You could go down against the Giants, come back. You could go down against the Panthers, come back. You can't do that against Jason Kelsey, the number one offensive line, the dogs that are Reddick, Carter, Davis, Cox, Graham, etc. on the front seven. You can't. You can't. This is my favorite play of the weekend. You know I always go a little philosophy. Throwing a WWE storyline at you whether you want to or not. Let me take you back a few years ago. Long before three Alabama quarterbacks were starting in this league. Jalen Hurts, 25-2 and two as a starter. Natty Championship. Georgia Bulldogs, 13 trolling at the beer pong table. Nada. Halftime. Nick Saban goes to his bullpen. Subs in the kid who just walked across the high school stage. The freshman. Tua. And he cooks. And he scorches. And the rivalry within the same quarterback depth chart on the same team begins. You don't think Jalen Hurts has this game circled? You don't think Jalen Hurts, who literally had that moment happen, had to transfer, had to move on? You don't think that's in the back of his noggin? Ultimate beer pong rebuttal game. Stone Cold and The Rock like each other. Off. Out of the ring. They don't like each other in the ring. This is in the ring. Jalen Hurts is going right at Tua and everything he's worth. And I am loving 
a Philadelphia Phillies team headed straight to the World Series across the street, giving positive juju. I'm not a science guy, but I'm not not a science guy to this Eagles team. There's already a perfect game plan. Perfect game plan. Go watch the Buffalo Bills tape because what the Bills do on defense, Philadelphia does on defense. Now that game, and we have Bills minus two and a half. I went on Barton Hahn, told Bart, hey, baby, we're betting on it. Bet off. Got it right. This is a team in Miami. You can say all you want about their offense. We can go on and on and on. That's fine. They have to go against a team that's physical, that is imposing their will on defense. That is not, you know, two had eight pressures, eight to that point against the Bills team. Then he got knocked around. Then he got pushed, pushed a little bit in the pocket, had to make some quick decisions. Again, I heard Collinsworth break it down on the DP show. He's not even throwing to players. He's throwing to windows. Well, good luck throwing at a window that needs some Clorox on it because Reddick's going to be in your face all game. I'm telling you right now, this team off a five-sack game, off a four-turnover game on their side of the ball, Philly. Now, I had the Jets plus seven as well on the show. We had that as one of our pick six. Go follow me on Moneyline Monaco. They're going to come back dialed. Championship pedigree, sloppy game, going against the Jets again, not taking them seriously. You can't afford to not take anyone seriously in this league. So this game comes down to me looking at a SoCal soft Miami D. They are soft. They need Jalen Ramsey back like I need a full fridge as a bachelor. They have nothing on defense, in my humble opinion, that is going to make this Philly team get off their game plan. On the other side of the ball, I got five reasons for you, and they're all on the line. Two has a pick in four of six games. Two it through two picks against the lowly Giants. The Dolphins, again, I'm sick of them playing with their food and acting like they're invincible. Okay, you put up 498, you put up 37, that's fine. You're playing and putting up these numbers against a lot of mediocre teams as of late. So we are buying low on a team that is not going to allow themselves to play sloppy. I mean, Jalen Hurts threw the game away. Are we worried about going tit for tat in this game? Well, Philly's got the sixth ranked points per game offense. Philly's got some heat going on offense, all right? This game, to me, comes down to defense. This game comes down to physicality. This game comes down to who's making someone more uncomfortable. Got to remind yourself, got to remind yourself, Philly was 8-3 and three against the spread at home. They haven't covered once at home. Miami won three road games last year. They're not a road team. They want to put you in the Hard Rock Stadium sun while they're in the Ace Ventura laces out there in shade. Larry David Lamped taking advantage of you, hopefully going out at live Saturday night in Miami. They don't go to Philly on a Sunday night where if this was December, snowballs would be thrown at their heads. I love this spot so much. We're taking money out under the mattress. Philly minus five, five, two and a half. Dirty dog of the week. We rapid fire. I absolutely love what I saw in the New York football giants last week. I absolutely love it. The Bills didn't score till the fourth quarter. You could have gotten all your chores done, all your relative calls, worked on your hamstrings, read for pleasure, and missed no Bills offense. Far and away, the best effort game week. Martindale scheme-wise, Brian Dable effort-wise, coaching-wise, player-wise. My goodness gracious, a lot to like 
lowest Josh Allen yardage on the season, lowest completion percentage, turned the rock over, liked the balance attack. Saquon got the rock. I tweeted it, almost hit 7-1. to one. Saquon, 100-plus rush yards. Six guys with a reception. Wandale Robinson, huge help, huge help on this offense. And that was all with Tyrod. I will take these points. I will take these two and a half, but I'm telling you, I'm taking the money line. Daniel Jones is supposed to play. Daniel Jones dominates the Washington Commanders. He's 5-1-1 one one against them in his career. Just a tick under 70% completion percentage. 10 tutties, 3 picks. Also rushed for 324 against them. This game comes down to the Giants attacking what is so clearly obvious with Washington. The lack of protection with Sam Howell, he can only do so much. Do you know who sack stumped the Schwab the most in this league through six weeks? Sam Howell. Sam Howell's been sacked 34 times. 34. Ironically, Daniel Jones is the next sack individual. Look, Giants can't move the football. Giants have five offensive touchdowns on the season, and four of them were against the lowly Cardinals. All right? I I can't sit here and tell you anything other than home divisional dog, must-win game. Historically, Giants have dominated the the Commanders. They beat them last year. They had that sick under 40 and a half, 2020 tie. But Washington, you saw it even in the Bears game. They cannot protect this man. And the Giants did, for to their credit, make Josh Allen a little uncomfortable, make him, make him go down and around the pocket, make him run around. And now Josh Allen can do that a lot better than Sam Howell. But I look at this game. Remember Kayvon Thibodeau? Go, go throw him in on a prop, by the way. They got six sacks on the season. Thibodeau's got four of them. But we remember what he did all time last year against his team. But to me, it's a combination of cannot trust this commander's club at all. Now, if this was a different number, I'd be looking at the game differently. But I'm on the money line. I genuinely feel on the eve of Jets-Giants next week, this is a take-care-of-business game. Now, we don't do moral victories in New York, but look at the moral victory of the Jets against the Chiefs a few weeks ago. Since then, what have they done? They've gone to Denver, caught a dub. They've hosted the Eagles, caught a dub. The Giants looked actually very good. Should have got a call on Waller and got another free play, no down. They didn't because the NFL script was live. But this is a Giants team that's going to win this game. I, I know this league from a betting perspective. This is how the pendulum swings. You have to put on the bumper sometimes or you're going to gutter ball it. Everyone's going to feel the commanders. Everyone thinks they're going to win. Oh, they see minus two and a half. It's a Giants W. Props, rapid, quickly, thoughts. Steelers, Rams. Going to be interesting. Kind of went back and forth on that. Steelers off a bye. Great win. Lucky win against the Ravens. We had that, by the way. But I got to go with Cup here at plus money over 100 plus receiving yards. This is a bottom eight pass D that has let several number one receivers go off. I mean, several. Look at the last several games. All right. Nico Collins went for 168. Devontae went for 172 against the secondary. Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., they need help. They have to work with TJ Watt and these guys up front getting to the quarterback, or this secondary is not good. It's bad news bears. But I like Cup here, all right? This is a guy who's gone 148 and 118. This is unlike any other team 
sort of similar to back in the day with Rodgers and Devontae. It's, he doesn't care about spreading the ball around and getting others involved. It's just about Cup and Stafford's chemistry. I like plus 115, over 100 plus, seven receptions, eight receptions, 148, 118. Yeah, 49-yard catch as well. I love the spot. I'll take it all day. You heard it. Uh, Bob, on Big Play Slay's podcast, he lures you to sleep. He's going to lure you to sleep and then uh, cook. I'm going to stay in that same game, take Puka over 59 and a half. I went and looked at the second wide receivers and how they've done against the Pittsburgh Steelers when you have a prolific wide receiver. Uh, one, Jacoby Myers put up 85 against them. The day Devontae went for 172. Aguilar and Andrews both had 64 and 65 the last, the last game. Tuesday, 73. I like this number of 59 and a half. Again, this is a guy, Nakua, who had double-digit targets four out of six. And first week he was back, Cup, two weeks ago, still got seven receptions for 71 and a tutty. So this is one of those, can't really afford to double Cooper too many times because Puka's viable. I think that's too low of a number. We have to take over 59 and a half. And I want to swing over to Denver real quick. I actually like this number. We Again, we don't know about health with some of these weapons for the backers. Jordan Love over 15 and a half rushing yards. He only had two attempts against the Raiders. We know about Denver's D, their run D, their lack of protection. All that on defense. I think Jordan Love breaks out for a couple of big runs. These quarterback rush yards are sneaky. Russ went over his last game. Uh, Mahomes went over his in that Thursday night game. I absolutely love it. Too low of a number. He can get that. I mean, he he had a 26 yard 37 yard he's had a couple of games where he can run the rock this is going to be to me a great just field play not a ton of statistical analysis to back up no Aaron Jones potentially again we got to take someone to run the football for Green Bay could be a read option could be a breakdown like it Hail Mary lay put the Ravens the Giants the Eagles and the Chargers plus six on DraftKings it pays plus 1050 I feel again like we're going three and one on these bets. We might Gryffindor break out the broom, sweep it. Money line, Monaco. Don't forget to hug your mothers. We will see you on the other side. Ravens cover against the Lions. Chargers cover the plus five and a half, plus six against the Chiefs. Eagles fly, fly outright smack around the Dolphins. We will take the Giants outright over the Commanders. Couple of props. Put them all in a lay, plus 1050. Enjoy your pumpkin spice lattes. We'll see you next time. The Volume.